Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Hey, what's happening? What day is this, y'all? What day am I on? What day? What is it? Day 18? Day 18 on the road to 30. This was by far the dumbest idea I've ever come up with. The dumbest content creator challenge I've ever taken. I've under, I've ever undertaken. This was stupid. <laughs> Day 18. Uh, uh. All right. No, um, it is, it is, it is day 18 because, uh, I started on the ninth. Actually, it started on the ninth. Let me see. Go back. Let me run it back. Matter of fact. The ninth, the ninth, the ninth. Start on the ninth. Okay, the ninth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Shit. Try it again. Let me start again. Let me, let me, hold up. I'm tired, y'all. It's taking its toll on me. Okay, January 9th. I start on the 9th. Okay. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yes, today is. Well, no, I started on the ninth. Seventeen. Do I do I count the day I started? I start the day I, I count the day I started. Day seventeen. You're right. Day seventeen. Tired. I'm tired. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Let me do this. Let me make my chat box taller. Let's do 1200, 1200. Well, there we go. That's nice. Now it's nice and tall. Okay. Nice and tall. All right. Make sure my chat box is chatting. All right. 
All right, listen. Bro, I appreciate it. I'm tired, though. <laughs> I'm tired, bro. I ain't gonna say a lot to you. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I won't work no more. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Tired and tired. Every shout out to everybody. I see everybody. I see y'all. I see y'all. Listen, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna be here long. I promise y'all. Unless I go on over some crazy ass rant or something. And then figure it I'll start with deformed children. Jeez. Yeah, I caught the day I started. Okay. 17. 17. All right, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, you know what? Let's do some let's do a new motivation. Let's do something new, something different. If you had a rough day or you're going through some problems and, and things in life, it's not going your way, and you have all of your limbs, somebody has it worse than you. Somebody has it worse than you. Y'all listen. I know life and people and, and things and children and, and mates and, and just whatever your job. I get it. But there's somebody that always has it worse than you. Ednice, thank you for kicking things off with $3 Super Chat. Just a little something. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let me just give y'all some motivation, some new motivation. You know, like I said, somebody has it worse than you. Somebody. Somebody has it worse than you. Somebody has it worse than you. Be grateful. Be grateful. Somebody has it worse than you. Be grateful because somebody has it worse than you. Be grateful. Be grateful. <laughs> Be grateful. Okay. <laughs> this nigga said smash. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you we all going tonight. You have to be stopped. <laughs> You know what? I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. I, I'm going. <laughs> I said I'm going. I said I'm, I said I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Listen. <laughs> listen. We would take selfies together. I'm going. And I would have no shame. <laughs> what the battery if I came into <laughs> I'm going. I have. Listen, somebody has it worse than you. Okay. I know her DMs stay flooded. Get it, mama. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm going. I'm going. Shout out to everybody that that doesn't judge. You know, that they're not superficial because I'm going. I'm going. All right. Let's. (laughs) <laughs> all you all, all you pervs shout out to all you pervs let's get into this real quick julia fox this is kanye's fling this is kanye's ex fling okay i couldn't call her i couldn't call her his his woman at one point this was his ex fling 
you know, somebody they, he, you know, he just messed, messed with whatever. Julia Fox transparency, although admirable, some things you should keep to yourselves. Some things you should just keep to yourselves. Julia, Julia Fox, y'all, this is the woman that gets paid a lot of money to do things to men and have men do things to her. And she she has a great life, and you know you could, yes hashtag hoes still winning, okay. She has a message for, for for she has she has a message for you. But Julia, what do you have to say for us today? Okay, I never thought in a million years that I would do this, but I do believe in maximum transparency, and so I'm gonna give you guys an apartment tour. And I know I'm going to get roasted and whatever, but hopefully uh, maybe someone can watch this and be like, okay, well, maybe I'm not doing so bad. <laughs> um, so we can. Once again, your perspective is your perspective. Some may say, you know what? My life is better than hers. Some people may say after watching this video, my life is better than hers. You know, she's a highly paid escort. And she's connected to, to a certain class of people and individuals. I, I think some of you guys will be like, you know what? Nah, my life is good, if not better than hers. And I would not disagree with you. But let's see why we will come to this conclusion. Let's go. Start in my bedroom, which is the living room. So, yeah, I put my bed here in the living room so I could turn my bedroom into a little playroom for Valentino. Um, I know I have that clothing rack there that I really need to get rid of. But anyway, yeah, this is Valentine, where Valentino hangs out. And oh, this is my nostalgia mirror. Um, that's Valentino when he was born. That's my friend Harmony who passed away. That's my friend Jana who passed away. And there's a little Damn. bit of her ashes in this urn. I love this thing. I bought it. on. Okay, that's dope. She put the, her friend's ashes in an urn and made it into a necklace. That's kind of dope. I like that. That's, that's, that's different. I've not seen that. I've seen people turn their ashes and have them crushed into, uh, carbon and, and diamonds, but I've not seen a mini urn and made into a necklace of somebody's ashes. That is very, very interesting. I like that. Let's continue. West Broadway. And it reminds me of me and Brianna. This is my little grow station where nothing is growing. Cause we don't know what we're doing. Um, and then this is just a very long hallway. Nothing happens here. Just more, Valentino's little daycare schedule, um, just more stuff. Um, Richie, I love these photos. Um, and this is just my little bathroom. It's very tiny, but you know, it does what it's supposed to do. And this is Valentino's little kitchen area. And this is my kitchen area. Don't judge me. I know. I'm scared to ask how much she pays a month. And rent for that for that high-rise apartment i'm scared to death to ask how much she pays oh well let's continue cotton candy machine i know it's really messy i also have shoe boxes in the kitchen which is very common for new yorker shout out to big mark i see you big homie i see you i see you i see you let's go first this is valentino's room um, I put the most effort in this room i think i put a little loft and i really wanted him to have a cute room However, he does not hang out in here at all. He only wants to be in mama's room. He like doesn't even sleep in there. He sleeps in bed with me. Yeah, we're co-sleepers. Sue me. I don't care. Oh, oh, don't worry. The plot twist is coming. The plot twist is coming. And after you watch this video, 
I'm sure a lot of you guys will walk away saying, you know what? My life is better than hers. <laughs> and I wouldn't be mad at you for saying that. Okay, let's go. Anyway, that's the whole apartment. And we're back in this room. For me personally, I just, I don't like excessive displays of wealth. They make me feel it, icky, um, you know, especially people that have really big houses. It's just really wasteful when there's so many homeless people. Oh no, Carrie, this woman is highly, oh trust. This woman is, she's a millionaire a few times over. Oh trust and believe this woman's got money. She's got money and she's got access to people with money. She's a minimalist. I'll give her that. She, uh, that one interview she did on the, I forget which, which, which talk show it was, but she's a minimalist. She's, yeah, she's not a flashy type person. Even Kanye was like, she's not a flashy person, but she got money. Let's, you know, but here he go. Let's continue. In this country and like, I just, I'm, I'm not really like that. Um, and uh, yeah, we do have a little uh, small mouse problem. But, you know, it, it's a it's a problem depending on how you look at it. You uh -oh. know, I kind of. OK, now she says she has a, a, a small mouse problem. Once again, perspective. Some of you guys will walk away saying, you know what? My life is still better than hers. OK, she has a small mouse problem. And it depends on your perspective. Let's hear her perspective. Let's go. Let them rock. I appreciate that they um at night while we're sleeping come out and clean up the crumbs that my son drops on the floor so uh yeah i'm not gonna evict the mice anytime soon um yeah and i think that's pretty much uh, before i forget these are my sisters jonna Holy and harmony shit. and that's harmony's okay so she has five dead people close to her she has three dead sisters two dead friends but before i get to that part the mouse the mite the mouse problem she says the the mouse helps to come clean up the crumbs her son's her son leaves at night that's a very interesting perspective that's a very interesting perspective and i'll let her tell it again because i want everybody to have Proper context, because that's what I'm into. I'm into context. Okay. Yes. Ashes and rats. I cannot with y'all. I'm done. Let's go. Icky, um, you know, especially people that have really big houses. It's just really wasteful when there's so many homeless people in this country. And like, I just, I'm, I'm not really like that. Um, and uh, yeah, we do have a little uh, small mouse problem, but you know, it, it's a, it's a problem depending on how you look at it. You know, I kind of let them rock. I appreciate that they, um, at night while we're sleeping, come out and clean up the crumbs that my son drops on the floor. So, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna evict the mice anytime soon. Um, yeah. And I think that's pretty much uh, before I forget. These okay. are my now, once again, <laughs> she has a, a total of five dead people close to her, three sisters, two friends. Okay. Let's, Let's get to this end part. Sisters, Jonna and Harmony, and that's Harmony's. Okay, so I take that back. Four, there's two dead sisters, and then whoever it was in the middle. So that's still five people, right? So I assume it's one of her sisters something, but she has a total of four urns. 
and five dead people close to her. Um, that's Valentino when he was born. That's my friend Harmony who passed away. That's one. That's my friend Jana who passed away. And there's that's a two. little bit of her ashes. And that's dope though. I'm not going to front. That is a dope idea. The mini urn. Okay, we got two dead people close to this woman. I'm going to evict the mice anytime soon. Um, yeah. And I think that's pretty much uh, before I forget. These are my sisters, Jana. That's three. Uh, and Harmony. That's four. And then this one in the middle, I don't know who it is because the video cuts off. And that's Harmony's. Yeah, so that's five dead people close to this woman. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> that's five dead people close to two of them family. Jeezy Pete's. Hey, but. Hey, but what I, what, hey, what I say, like. What, 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 you know. Anybody can get it. Like, you shouldn't be surprised. Like, anybody can get it. And let me do this, because I've seen this clip, and everyone's been sending it to me, so I might as well go ahead and pull it back up. I, I want everybody to understand the power of Jesus when it comes to black people. Okay? There's no greater, there's no greater power than the power of Jesus when it comes to black people. Do you understand? Okay, let's, let me pull this up and then we're going to get to our main stories and then I'm going to get out of here because I'm hungry and I'm tired. Jesus, there's no greater power to black people than Jesus. And you're going to see why. And you're going to see why. Come on, Jimmy. That was so nice of YouTube to send me my own notification after 20 freaking minutes. All right. Y'all about to witness the power of Jesus. Y'all about to witness the power of Jesus. Ready? Okay. I want y'all to witness the might of Jesus. Let's go. Witness the power of Jesus. Would you rather $5 million or five minutes with Jesus? The question is, would you rather $5 million or five minutes with Jesus? Let's go to church. Let's go to church. Woo! <laughs> Five million dollars or five minutes with Jesus. That five minute with Jesus is worth way more than five million. Behold the power of Jesus. Y'all gonna put some respect on Jesus' name tonight. Amen. And that five minute with Jesus, I probably can accumulate the wealth of five hundred million with just the the wisdom and the blessings that he could pour on my life. So I'm gonna take that five minutes with Jesus, baby. Once again, I need y'all to respect the power of Jesus. You, you, you all will bend the knee. Let me run it back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. I want y'all to understand. Would you rather $5 million or five minutes with Jesus? Woo! $5 million 
or five minutes with Jesus. That five minute with Jesus is worth way more than five million. And that five minute with Jesus, I probably can accumulate the wealth of 500 million with just the, the wisdom and the blessings that he could pour on my life. So I'm going to take that five minutes with Jesus, baby. Yes, this is Duchess from Black Ink. Good eye, Nicole. That is Duchess. I would never let her do my tattoo. Listen, I will let no, I would never let none of them, them, them Negroes tap me up from Black Ink Crew. Never. Matter of fact, <laughs> I've only had white dudes do my tats. I, man, that, that sounds messed up, huh? Let's see, I've been getting tats since I was, I got my first tattoo at 18. No, I got my first tattoo, yes, at 18. And I've never had a, a person of color do my tats. It's always, it's all been white dudes. Don't know why. Not that I purposely. Okay, all white dudes, one Filipino. But the last one I had, this one here, Filipino. And it still got to get finished. I got to go back to him and get it finished. But he's so busy because he's world renowned. And he's always ac traveling across the, the world doing um, expos and stuff like that. But all I, all I've, all I had, ever had was white dudes do my tattoos. I ain't never had. I'll tell you what, though. I would never let none of these cats do my tattoos. Duchess, Caesar, none of them cats. Them tattoos are trash. Okay, you would have to pay me to let them tattoo me. And it would have to be like maybe two square inches. Like, I would never, no, you would not, Black Ink Crew, y'all would not be tattooed on Super Sly. I, I, you would have to pay me to tattoo me. I mean that. I, I mean that. <laughs> All right. Damn. Yo, wait. <laughs> Damn, Ed, Ed, you say any black tattoo artist, bro? <laughs> no, there's some good, there's some good folk out there. Don't get me wrong. Just they're so few and far between. You know, there's a bunch of them in, in Dallas and, and Houston, um, some brothers and sisters that do good work. So if I'm ever in those those areas and I got time, I will let them tap me up. But for the most part, I, I seek out the white boys, man, because, you know, these guys got awards and, and TV shows and shit and, you know. I know it sounds messed up, but, you know. All right, let's get to Dr. Drake. I was supposed to cover this earlier today, but I didn't get a chance. So Dr. Drake uh, spoke a couple days ago on Roland Martin. They were negotiating a contract. About the state of uh, Bethune-Cookman and Ed Reed. Okay, now, this is a cringy interview because of the things he says. Like, he's almost like very dismissive or doesn't re recognize how serious the problem is with his school. But let's let him tell it in his own words. And we're going to pick some things apart and see what sticks out to us and then reject whatever doesn't apply to us or, you know, resonate with us. So let's let Dr. Drake, he is the president of Bethune Cookman university. And he does make a couple points that I, I don't understand why people keep forgetting on purpose. Like they keep skipping the hurricane part. All right, let's continue. Let's go. You here on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Um, and so there's several things that I want to cover uh, over these next two segments. And so let's just walk through this. Um, um, Ed Reed said he did not want to step down. He was not pulling out. Uh, whose decision was it for him not to become the head coach? Was it you, the interim president, or was it the board of trustees? It was the interim president. It was my decision. Okay, so we can't blame Reggie Theus. So no more throwing Reggie Theus under the bus. This was the man that said, nah, we good, bro. 
Okay, this is the man that refused to have an emotional head coach. This is the man that said, no, bruh, we, we good. So you blame him, not Reggie Theus. Y'all leave Reggie Theus alone. Okay. It was your decision. Yes. And so um, why did you make that decision not to move forward uh, with Ed Reed? So we, um, as you know, uh, about Sunday a week ago, we, uh, well, let me back up. Actually, starting in December, we were working on a contract for uh, naming Ed Reed as the head coach. I interviewed Ed and I had three important things that I asked him to ensure that he was willing to do as part of becoming uh, part of the Wildcat family. Yes, Ed Reed owes Reggie Theus a huge apology, but guess what? He ain't going to get it. Is, is Ed Reed going to apologize to Reggie Theus? Nope. 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 Let's go. One was, I needed him to really understand that we were a Christian institution, that behavior and character were clearly our priorities. And I asked him if that was okay with him. Could he abide by that? Could he, you know, position himself as a role model for our student athletes as well as for the university itself? He indicated he would. Second question I ask is, well, great. I'm glad you're willing to do that. I need to know if you're also willing uh, to build the kind of program uh, that will allow you, because you've not been a coach uh, before, this is an opportunity for you to be a head coach your first time. The university is giving you an opportunity to do that. And therefore, we want to surround you with the kind of people that can draw up the X and O's and help you become a stronger coach. He said, I get that. And I'm willing to do that. The third thing is I said, this is not University of Miami and it's not the NFL. Uh, we just came through two hurricanes, $6 million worth of damage. Much Shit. Two hurricanes, $6 million worth of damage. That's a lot. Especially for an underfunded uh, black institution. Okay, let's go. Much of what we've been working on for the last year and a half is improvements not only to the university's infrastructure, but also a long-term investment plan. We have about $100 million that we need to invest in the university over the next several years. We said to him, look, you're going to become part of that. Are you open to helping us do that and build the program? He said yes to that. So when we saw the first video uh, criticizing the university and saying, well, it's trashy and my office is dirty and all that, first of all, he was an employee of the university and he had not an office. When the last staff moved out, we started renovating that building. Uh-oh. See? See, Eri, now you're starting to look and sound crazy. Now, we're going to get, obviously, two different stories on polar opposites. Somewhere in the truth is the middle, right? Because we all been reporting that he was technically the head coach for 25 days. So, were we all given bad intel? So, was he officially an employee or not? The doctor said, uh, says no, he was not officially an employee. All right, so we're getting a lot of misinformation here, but let's continue everything from the coaches' rooms to the other places. We had given him some permission um, that he really took to the next level. First of all, he wasn't authorized to even take video. Uh -oh. He wasn't authorized to do any of those things. Uh-oh. Now, you know y'all got jobs where y'all not allowed to film and record it at your jobs. Okay? That's pretty standard. So, Ed Reed already breaking rules and regulations before he even gets his foot in the damn door. Okay. But he did them anyway. The university had to take responsibility for that because it happened. But quite as kept, you know, that isn't the kind of behavior that we would expect. And then the expletives and the, you know, those kinds of things yeah. in that first video, you might call that an aberration. And I would yeah. say it could be. Okay. And you have to be a forgiving individual. But when you have this much damage, you look at the gym and you look at this video and you look at it critically. But I would invite anyone to come to our campus because 
all parts of our campus don't look that way. Um, we are really trying to work hard to clean it up. And given the fact that, again, we suffered two hurricanes back to back um, and because of supply chain issues, because most people in Florida, particularly central Florida, are still recovering. I have people from my staff living on our campus because their homes were destroyed. Um, it never it didn't take those things into account. Doc, hold tight one second. Continue our conversation with Dr. Lawrence Drake. Was- okay, okay. Now, you, you've heard the doctor lay out his position. Okay, so if you have um, already shoddy buildings and very shoddy con- uh, conditions, coupled with two hurricanes, um, yeah, that's a that's a long, painful recovery process. And um, wow, so he did say it was it could have been an aberration with with him cursing in the first video. They was willing to let that go. But once again, it comes back to optics 101, people, black men, you're not afforded the luxury to present or be seen in a bad light or bad optics. You don't have that luxury. You don't have a safety net. Okay. A lot of times, you know, basically it's it's the, the first impression you give is that it, that's it, which makes no sense to me when I hear these silly arguments about uh, how a bunch of men that travel overseas don't reflect everybody else. Yes. The fuck. You do. Yes, it does. And whether you acknowledge it or not, that's not my place. But yes, when they see one black man, they put that on everybody. But let's continue. Uh, you uh, made, this, made the decision that uh, we're not moving forward with Ed Reed as coach. I think the final straw was actually the third or fourth video. One with the back. See, he said the, fi- the third or fourth. Vi- Come on, man. You can't do this can't do this you doing you dealing with black boule cats they're not gonna let you make them look bad for nothing background music being booties butts and boobs uh- so that's when his mans had put his video to that music that was the final straw that was the final straw that's what that's the one when ed was like i didn't do that my man did that typical nigger rhetoric i'm sorry y'all ed reads a nigger Fight me on it. Debate me on it if you want. Ed Reed, typical nigger behavior mindset. Typical. Typical. Let's continue. Uh, and hoes. Um, and, you know, we have 65% of our campus is female. Uh, and my- Okay, 65% of your campus is female. Oh, my gosh. He wasn't going to last long. You see what they did to the chef way in Harris County? You saw what they did to Chef Wade in Harris County. How much longer do you think everybody was going to last? 65% of your, that's a lot of women. That's a lot of women. My view is, is that we are trying to build young men to respect black women. We're trying to build a culture where they understand that, that, that I, you know, people can say whatever they want to say, but we think you can do anything respectfully. And when we think about the culture that we're trying to build, that we have companies and partners like, Disney and, and some of our other partners calling saying, what are you going to do about that? We can't support that kind of image. Right. Uh, and, and, and of course, they're one of our biggest sponsors for the classic. So you're saying you're saying Disney officials with Disney called you complaining about Ed Reed and saying we can't support Bethune Cookman if this if he's going to represent the university. You messing with Disney money. That's that's Bob Chapek and them. You messing with the Disney money because they fund the classic. 
they're not going to let you mess up that Disney money. See, now I don't even feel bad for Ed Reed. All y'all that was riding for Ed Reed, walk it back. Everybody that was riding for Ed Reed, I need y'all to walk it back. Walk it back. Y'all need to apologize to Reggie Theus, right? Ed Reed showed you who he was in that interview. Hyper emotional, um, uncouth, just nonsense. That's not a man you want around your sons and your nephews and your cousins in and, and, and a leadership role to produce, you know, morally upstanding, upright, strong black men. No, 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 no. You ain't messing with the, you ain't, you're not going to mess up this Disney money, bruh. They didn't say we can't. They questioned what we were going to do. And I think that was an appropriate way to approach it, but they so, weren't the only. So were they implying that they, that they would pull support if he continued as head coach? I think that as a leader, you have to make the decision. And if they make, if they are inquiring, they have a vested interest. They believe in the image that they want to project. And you have to think, you know, what are the possible outcomes of you continuing to do what you're doing? Um, but here's the bigger point. And, and I think this is the most important thing for me is that, you know, a, as a dad and as a, a father, and certainly as someone who's been given the responsibility of looking after these young people, um, I just didn't feel that at this point, and I conferred with a number of people. Yes, there are a group of alumni who believe that the decision was, you know, maybe the incorrect one. But there was also a legion of people, including former players, including people like Larry Little, who's also a Hall of Famer, who is a Bethune-Cookman graduate. Uh -oh. And some of those people are coming to campus this week to talk to our players. Uh, we're going to have a, a small cadre of the captains on Wednesday, and then we'll have a team meeting Wednesday night. And we're going to tell the facts. The facts are, is that, you know, this university has weathered tremendous storms. And, and, and you know what? That's a great point, um, Mr. K2B2. Yeah, when they start asking, that, that means you got to go. If they start asking, you, you got to go. When it gets to that point, hey, when they ask you, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, you got to go. And I had no choice. It's, it's Disney money, y'all. Disney money. And, and you mentioned in your opening about the financial condition and the accreditation. We not only have survived that accreditation, but we've received now a 10-year accreditation. So we are free and clear. We're also solvent as a university. But, but, but your predecessor, the reality is a lot of that goes to your predecessor, who the board individually fired. Yeah. And, and you have alumni. I've, I've had alumni reach out to me uh, and saying that uh, they, they have serious concerns that the board of trustees is not providing real leadership to Bethune-Cookman. And that even though surviving that, they, 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 they said they still are uh, shocked to understand why they would fire the president who led Bethune, uh, you know, you know to reviving that. Uh, and the concern is that there's this constant turnover, that there's, there's this constant drama. What do you say to those students who are on the campus today, angry, protesting, not just football players, but students right. talking about yeah. mold and other conditions? What do you say to them? What I say to them is what I've been saying to them because I walk the campus every day when I'm on campus. What I say to them is that we're working on the issues. I just invested a quarter of a million dollars in one of our buildings for remediation. Now, here's the cringy part of the interview where he kind of dismisses and downplays the health issues presented in the, some of the conditions of the buildings. This is where I was like, ah, that's not... You got to do better than that, bro. Here we go. And of mildew, you know, when you have a hurricane, when you are 80 and 90 degree weather in Florida, the Florida conditions are not like the Florida, not like the Chicago conditions. They're not like other places. I'm from the East Coast, so I know what those conditions are. That's mildew. That's not necessarily mold, by the way. Some of that that you're showing on the screen is a function of things sitting in water for a period of time. So they're not showing you everything. Yes, there are some of those kinds of things, but you might also see that those portions of the building may not even be used. So, again, we are working very diligently 
to clean up a lot of these things. When I, I, would, I would reflect that the first hurricane, Hurricane Ian, um, we were the first university to evacuate in the state of Florida. Had we not done that, um, we probably would have had casualties because it was a very violent storm. But what happened was is that we were trying very hard to get those students back to campus within two to three weeks. And we spent an enormous amount of money doing that. Our football players, as an example, were out because we couldn't bring them back to campus. The university just wasn't fit for that at the time. All right, so he's laying out the problems. Um, uh, let me do this. Tiff, thank you for the five on the cash app. Now, he loses points with me for kind of minimizing and mitigating, saying, well, that's not mold, that's mildew. That's mildew. What you're showing is mildew. Is there, you know, there are some problems in some parts of the buildings that we don't use. That's, once again, we, optics, y'all. I'm not trying to hear the difference between mild and moldu. Or, yeah, mold or mildew. I'm not trying to hear the difference between that. All right? That's, a, that's this is problematic in his retort about that. Trying to minimize, you know, no, it's not what you think it is. And it's not what you're seeing. That doesn't matter. Is there mold in some of these buildings? Yes. And that, there's a, that's a huge problem. Okay, let's go. We spent a tremendous amount of resources ensuring that they ate well, that they stayed in the best places, that they were taken care of, that they had their tutors on site. The 100 students that are out there today, if you hold up Dr. Bethune's uh, picture and you, you, know, you talk about her legacy at her gravesite, the thing to understand is that many of the students, we're trying to teach them what Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune stood for. You see, the fact is she fired Zora Neale Hurston for acting out and not being respectful of the culture that she was trying to build. And at that time, of course, that didn't necessarily go over well with people who love Zora Neale Hurston. But if you are going to start a culture and create a culture of excellence, you got to make decisions. Now, one thing about our students today, I was very proud of them. I don't think there's anything wrong with student activism and expressing your point, and they should. And we're going to continue to talk to them about that. We're going to be meeting with student leaders as well. But I don't, I'm not running away from the issues that they raise because some of them are valid. There are things we need to do, but it takes money and it takes time, and it's not going to happen overnight. You know, we brought in our largest freshman class this year, uh, the largest one in the history of the university, at least in the last two decades. Over 1,000 students joined us in September of last year. We're on track now for another 1,200 students to join us in the fall of 2023. And so while I'm excited about this and while there are challenges, we have to raise about $250 million over the next several years in order to ensure that our campus gets up to date. The Wow. They have to raise $250 million over the course of however many years. They're never going to get that type of money, y'all. 250 million you're, you're not going to get that you're not going to see that type of money i don't i don't see it happening vacation we'll be waiting on fema for a lot of the reimbursement for some of those things but the other part of this is that many of the alumni uh who complain and who say you know they need the board of trustees to do uh -oh. more uh -oh. you know i can't speak on that i can only tell you as president um i haven't i haven't been concerned about the board of trustees you talk about the turnover of presidents you know, the fact of the matter is this university is only on its eighth president. That's eight presidents in 118 years. So although there's been some turnover of late, I can't blame a university for wanting to try to find the best person to lead it. The previous predecessor or the person who I uh, was the successor to, he retired after 42 years with the university. Uh, the person before that, uh, he left the university to go run Bentley University today in Boston, which is where he is. So the fact that, you know, it's important to have all the facts and to have context. It's easy to look at this, you know, from an unbalanced perspective, but what I'm trying to. Okay. I'm over it. I'm over it. Does he sway your opinion? Um, now we all agree that Ed Reed 
Every did it to himself. We, we agreed they probably made the right decision. I say they, they made the right decision. But as far as everything else, as far as the school itself, does this sway your opinion? Does this change your perspective or how, the outlook on how you see it? They're in bad shape, man. I don't even know what to tell y'all. They're in bad, bad shape. Extremely bad shape. $250 million needed over the next few years. They're not going to get that money. They're, they're not going to get that money. Or, or the money that if it, if it did, if they were able to, is going to come from out a source or outside sources that probably don't have the best intentions for Bethune-Cookman. Right? Fair to say? All right. So let's get on to my final <laughs> final story. Lord have mercy. Um, snuff films. Snuff films. Basically, um, snuff films are films where people are filmed on camera literally being executed. Um, these things are real. Um, a lot of wealthy people pay a lot of money to have these films produced specifically, specifically for them. And what has happened is snuff films have become part of pop culture. And, and I'm saying this because let's be honest, you, you, you watch snuff films in real time, whether you realize it or not. Okay. Um, Rodney King would fall under that of a snuff film. Um, what, what other scenarios where um, if you see somebody pretty much execu executed on camera and it's posted online, that's a snuff film. You watch shootings all day of people shooting and killing. You know, I remember live leak, um, ogreish.com, like all these death footage these are snuff films. It's part of pop culture. And the funny thing is, in regards to Tyree Nichols, we have, we're going to have a, a production tomorrow um, of another pre presentation of a snuff film featuring Tyree Nichols and his five co-stars, the, the, the Memphis police officers. And they're treating this thing like a movie premiere. It's insane. It's insane. Because I know that footage is bad. I know it's bad. I know it's bad. And guess what? We're all going to be tuned in. I am too. So I'm going to actually start a countdown <laughs> to, for the footage to come out. They said tomorrow at 6 o'clock. So they're two hours ahead of me. So around 4 p.m. Yeah, we're going to go over that thing together. But. Uh, there's a Memphis PD does have a history of, of whooping ass. And I want to, I found this clip from 2016. Okay. I found this clip from 2016. I found this clip from 2016. This brother got his ass whooped, but he was playing too much. Okay. Next time, so I do a call in, I'll call you and see if I'm back. I'm back as fuck. <laughs> yes, always a weekend release. Yeah, you treat it like a movie. So I found this from 2016. Once again, this brother does get his ass whooped, but he was playing too much. And here's what, and we're going to get into how, why he got his ass whooped. It's, it's kind of his fault. It is his fault. Let's go. Need my keys, please. 
So why you come over to my house? Though? Well, I'm finna go. I'm sorry. Okay, she called the cops because he has her keys. She called the cops because he has her keys. She wants to leave. He won't give her her keys. All he cares about is why you're her. Why you come her? Why you come her? Oh, okay. You playing, you playing too much, young man. And you're about to learn a valuable lesson. You're about to learn a valuable, painful, bone-breaking lesson. Play too much. Now, this is not an indictment on these cops. If I was one of these cops, I'd join in too. I, 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 you know, I would have to kick, a, kick them or uh, hit them or something. I would get my little licks in, okay? Play too much. Let's go. All right, I'm going to go now. Can what, you what, give me my key? What purse you come out here for? Look, what purse you come over here for? So we can go. We'll stop bothering you. Now, the she female cop is telling him, hey, man, just give her her key so we all can go home. Nobody's going to jail. Nobody's going to file a, a, a police report. Just give her her key so we all can go home. But he wanna, he played too much. Just want to go home. All we need you to do is just get her the keys. We see that you got the keys. We ain't trying to have no disturbance. We ain't trying to do nothing else. We just trying to right. go. Once you get her the keys, we go, hey, she I go. I appreciate you start staying behind me, sir. Hey, 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 you ain't supposed to talk hey, to these people hey, like hey, that. Hey, 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 you hear her, she said you ain't supposed to be talking to these people like that. Because even she know this is this Memphis. You don't you don't get jawjacking at the cop. Come on, let's go. Because he, he played too much. Let's go. And nothing happened. And nothing to pop off. See, now the way he walks off is like, I'm going to get him. The way he walked off, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't respond to dude. When somebody walk off and not say nothing, you already know they're going to come back on you. The way he walked off is like, I'm going to get this nigga tonight. I'm going to get this nigga tonight. <laughs> he walked off too smooth, too calm. Let's go. Now, this is his body cam. The cop that just walked off, this is his body cam. Now, listen to what he says in his body cam. Listen to what he's already premeditated. He's going to take this dude out. Listen to what he says on the body cam. He's going to get a little rowdy in the car. Oh. Finna get a little rowdy up in here. Man. He already made it. He looked at it. He rubbed his hands and made his mind. Stop playing with go. me, fool, because these folks got to go somewhere. Give me my keys. Girl, you not care. You, Give me my keys, bro. You got Here we go. Let's go. All right, come on, bro. Let's go. stupid games all he had to do was give her the woman her keys everybody would have been everybody would have went home safe and sound nobody would have had the ass whoop nobody would have had any contusions or any broken bones none of that but because you want to play play okay and the moment you saw the cop the cop walk off real smooth and not say nothing and you heard him in his body cam it's finna get a little rowdy his mind was already made up his mind was already made up there was nothing he could have said or done at that point his mind was already made up now they got the tussle. Now, I can understand how the this is almost similar to, I can almost guarantee, to the Tyree Nichols footage that we're going to see tomorrow because they said it was two confrontations. So this tells me scuffle first time, he got away, he ran, 
and same scenario here, they caught up to him and let loose on him. I can guarantee this is all the, the exact play-by-play we're going to see tomorrow on Tyrese Nichols' video. They said there was two confrontations. This here, same scenario. This is the second confrontation right here. So let's see how this turns out. I can guarantee you that's exactly how they did, oh boy. I can guarantee you that's exactly how they did, oh boy. Okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh, no, <laughs> truth teller, what you want to Shit. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Mr. Ass whooping himself. <laughs> Mr. Ass whooping himself. Stop resisting. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you we're going to see the exact same replay from this footage of 2016. That's what took place with Tyree Nichols. When we see it tomorrow, I can guarantee you it's the same play by play. Let's continue. Stop resisting. Put your hands behind your back while you take these baton licks to your <laughs> to your buttocks. No, put it behind your back. No. Oh. Oh. Stop resisting. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Up. You just sat here and laughed and watched him sit up here and talk to us crazy. Now you won't say something. It's too late for that. Go ahead and move back. See? Way too much. Uh-uh. Hey, y'all not walk away from you. Y'all not walk away from you. You're on the ground. Beat your ass too? Wow. Okay, now this is where it goes left. Y'all play too much. Y'all play too much. <laughs> Y'all play too much. See what happened when you play too much? You got a bunch of cops hopped up on adrenaline. Get away from them cops, man. Get to a safe distance, a safe viewing area. Yeah, they don't care how. Yeah, you want some old man? <laughs> Get knocked out like your old man used to. Come on. You going to, bro, bro, hey, hey, I've been, I've had a trauma, man. Damn. What you get here with? What you get here with? The concrete you slammed him on with. What the, let's run it back. Jesus. He knocked out. Yeah, we sorry we, we whooped your ass, but uh. You go, don't want, you see what I'm saying? Get on the ground. Hey, y'all not walk away from you. Y'all not walk away from you. Get on the ground. Yeah, that's how, that's what happened. You going to, bro, bro? Hey, hey, I've been, I've had a trauma, man. What you get here with? The concrete, the pavement. This man is concussed. This man clearly has a concussion. This man clearly has a concussion. This man clearly has a concussion. Get up, Craig. Y'all stupid. I can't with y'all. I can't with y'all tonight. I'm not going to do this with y'all tonight. What you get here with? You see, he me on the ground. Slam on the ground. Get knocked out. Yeah, my head hit the concrete. Y'all be a Sam y'all self, bro. Y'all be a f***ing Sam y'all self, bro. We a f***ing house. We a tokens. 
You should have just gave her the keys oh, like we shit. told you to. Look at the angle he's extending his arms at. Relax, dude. Man, I'm not going to do you, man. That's fine. You going to jail anyway. Do what I can. You shut up. She said, do what I can. You going to jail anyway. They not playing with y'all. What's your last name, sir? I can't talk, but I'm hurt, man. Y'all beat me. Hey, man, call you What's your last name, sir? I'm hurt, dog. I'm hurt, man. Oh, oh. Time to out. Oh, man, I've been with you all day, buddy. I gotta, nothing, man. Yeah. I gotta do it. Hold on. Okay. Two. Come on. Wow. Yeah, I should have gave him a man. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to tell him that you asked about him. Yo, listen, you whoop my ass, we're not going to have to talk about. I'm sorry, you whoop my ass, we have nothing to talk about. We're not cool. I never got a college degree. We're not cool. No. 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 Now, let's see the updates. We got, uh, okay, two expected to plead not guilty. Two of them are expected to plead not guilty. Let's see what this says. Facts about California energy ah. policy. California. Awaits the release of body cam video showing the final few moments of what led up to 29-year-old Nichols' death while in police custody. His family is expected to view the recordings before they will be joined by civil rights attorney Ben Crump for a press conference scheduled for 1 p.m. Monday. But I have spoken with several uh, folks that actually have seen the video. I have been told that it is uh, it is disgusting. It is damaging. Uh, it's it's not good even slightly. What happened after Nichols was pulled over by police is still shrouded in uncertainty with police immediately saying only there were two confrontations between Nichols and police after he was pulled over. And that means after the first scuffle, he was able to break free and run quite a, a few, uh, quite a distance. And then they finally caught up to him and they finished him off. That's exactly what happened. What you saw right here earlier is exactly what, what, what we're going to see tomorrow on, on the, uh, on the body cam. I guarantee it. And shout out to Carrie. Cause I got some more ass whooping footage. I got some more ass whooping footage from from Memphis PD. Okay, shout out to Carrie. Okay, let's. Lord have mercy. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's going on with this footage. I'm surely going to get demonetized for this, but that's okay. Uh, it's okay. Okay, where's it at? Where's it at? Refresh, refresh. Okay. All right. Here's some more. 
ass whooping footage courtesy of M- Memphis PD. Courtesy of Memphis PD. Y'all gonna stop playing with these people. They're not playing with y'all. Let's go. Let's go. Hey man, I love my girl. He's cool, man. He's cool, man. Hey man, why y'all doing a man like that, bro? Cool, man. Yo, when the cops are wearing Jordans, you know you're in trouble. Yo, when the cops are wearing Jordans, you know you're in trouble. When the cops are wearing Jordans, you know you're in trouble. Let's go. This is that man, bro. The man ain't got no gun, man. Man, that shit ain't right, man. I got to sit on the field, man. That man ain't done shit, bro. Man, that shit ain't right, bro. God can't breathe. Amen. God, Amen. I swear to God can't breathe me, but I can take you right now. Like that. Like that. Bro, bro. I swear to God, y'all see, I don't need you. What's the fuck? Why you dragging me for me, bro? But you ain't found the race. We just spent a couple of hours. Bro, you ain't found the race. Look, bro, that cooperate with little brother. You ain't got nothing, bro. Look at that, man. You ain't got to be in that, man. Like that, man. Like that, man. I got no tape. I got no tape. You got to do that, man. Like that, bro. You ain't got to do that man. Man, you ain't got to do this shit, brother. You wrong for that man. Get the fuck out of my business, man. Y'all wrong for that shit, man. Y'all wrong for that shit, bro. Man, y'all wrong for that, bro. Man, y'all wrong for that, bro. That young man ain't done nothing, man. Man, young man ain't done shit. Man, that shit wrong, man. That shit wrong, man. That shit wrong, bro. Hey, come back inside the door. We inside Rayford. Inside Rayford. Y'all come inside Rayford. I ain't even deep. Man, that shit wrong, bro. Man, that shit wrong, hey, bro. Man, listen, man. Man, that man ain't done shit, bro. Man, what? I got all this shit on field, bro. That shit wrong, man. And now throw my motherfucking chair on this room, bro. Listen, listen. Now, now, let me be try to be fair about this. The suspect is not a very big man. He's not very big. He's not. Very big, okay. He's not very big, and if it the two of you guys can't really handle a, a frail guy like this, listen. And I, I, I know I'm Monday night quarterback and a lot of shit, but I've been in a lot of fights. I've been in a lot of fights. <laughs> I've been in legally legally sanctioned fights and illegally sanctioned fights. A simple wrist lock. A simple wrist lock would would make somebody comply. A simple arm bar. I mean, I hate to say, but a rear naked choke will get you to will get somebody to sit down. Like there's locks and holds that will save a ten minute fight and end it in two. Okay, now, I get it. All fights don't end. You know, people watch too much TV. See the one hitter quitters, the, these knockout punches. That's not how an actual fight. More nine times out of ten, your fight will end up on the ground. With that being said, it would behoove you to learn some, some jujitsu, some ground fighting techniques. Uh, listen, a simple wrist lock will stop all that shit. A simple wrist lock at the right angle will dead him up. That would that nigga will stop. <laughs> Motherfucker will stop. I promise you, <laughs> they will stop. But 
Let's continue. That once again, hold on, two sixteen. When they had dude already crucifix stretched out. Listen, when they had him stretched out, this was the perfect. All you had to do is roll him over. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying like you had two on one. And he's a little dude. He's not a very big dude. When you had him crucifixed out, this was your chance to really kind of just end it. You know? But sometimes I've seen in enough fights where people kind of let you get back up just to take you down again. I've seen that shit happen too so they can, so they can inflict more punishment. Okay? I'm not saying they were maybe cognizant of what they were doing, but clearly if they wanted to subdue him, they could have subdued him. He's on his back at this point. One of the worst places to be in a fight unless you prefer to fight off your back and you are just, you have a purple belt in jujitsu. All right. That's a whole different story. But so now we come to 216, 216. Now you need backup. So now it's four on one. So now it's four on one. Let's hey, bro. Hey, man, why y'all doing this, man, like that, man? Look at that, man. Look at that, man. Nothing, man. I'll give y'all my hands. Man, that shit wrong, man. That shit wrong, man. That shit wrong, man. That shit wrong, man. I said, get the fuck out of my store, man. Get out of my store, please. Wow. This is the store owner. This is the store owner. What is he supposed to do? You're in his place of establishment trying to secure an arrest, tearing up his building. So what is he supposed to do? And listen, and we wonder why black cops have the reputation that they do. Once again, I would rather deal with the racist white cop. I would rather deal with the racist white cop. Yeah. When I, when the times I've been pulled over, I pray it's not a black cop. Like I just be like, when I see the, when I see the melon, uh, the, the European, I'm like, okay, I have a chance. When I see a white cop, I'm like, you know what? I have a chance. Right. And, and, and every time they rub my shit, it comes back, you know, they're like, Oh, Chicago. And then I see the eyes get big and I'm like, nah, it's not even, Oh, I'm not like, it's not even like what you think it is. You know, when I see a white cop, I have a chance. I have a chance. Okay. Let's go. His fists are, his fists are balled up. Yo, why your fist balled up? This is the store owner. This is the store owner. What is he? What is he supposed to do? You're in his place of a, a business. You could have ended this arrest two minutes earlier. You could have ended this arrest if you wanted to two minutes earlier when you had him flat on his back. Okay. All right, let's go. Get out of my store, please. Wow. Wow. Woo. I don't know how I feel about that, y'all. I mean, I know how I feel, but shit. Yeah, you you think you tough. When he pulled the gun on Trey. Oh, you think you tough. Yeah. So apparently four of the cops bonded out, but, um, and I'm sure they have a police guard in front of their homes. 
I'm more than sure they have um, a police present in front of their home, even though they're no longer officers. But they're not going to let anybody touch these guys until they go to court, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, they're not going to let anybody touch these guys until court. So I can almost guarantee there's a, there's a cop outside of each, each of their homes at this point. You know what I'm saying? Because you still got guys on, on the force that's cool with them and that's going to look out for them, you know? So, uh, shit, y'all. I don't, I, I don't even know what to say. Mm-mm-mm. Third Ward's in the house. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. All right, I'm going to get a body here. Wait, what about Latino? Okay, so the one time I got pulled over by the constable in Texas, he was a Latino. So, you know, Latinos and whites kind of like the same mindset to a certain extent, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Somebody sent me the video of Carcino getting his little warning. <laughs> Listen, Carcino's such a fucking dramatic He's so dramatic. I, I watched that bullshit. Like, nigga, your life was not in danger. You know what? Let's do this. Okay, fine. Let's pull up Carcino, his 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 running with the cop. Because he, he made it way worse than what it was, y'all. He made it way worse than what it was. Don't let Carcino fool, y'all. Let's see. Channels. Let's see. Okay, you know what? Let me just send myself the link. If I can remember who sent it to me. Adnice, thank you for the 300 cash app. Okay, let me find it. Let me find it. Who sent it to me? Oh, it was an email. Uh, Chapman, I think Chapman sent it to me. Damn. Did I delete it? All right, let me check the trash. Trash, trash, trash. A note. Bernard sent it to me. Thank you, Bernard Thomas. Not the, not the other one down the street. Not the, not the. All right. So let me do this. Let me do this and let's 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 see Carcino try to pull off an Oscar for worst uh cop interaction story. The way he said it, uh you, you thought his life was in legitimate danger. Like nigga, no. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Wait, let me pull it up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, here's Carcino. Had a, he had a rough night, y'all. Y'all send prayers and love and light to Carcino. Him, him had a rough night. Him had a rough night. Mm -hmm. Did it go down tonight? On my way home, I was in the middle of a live stream, right? Chatting on my screen being channel. And Lord and behold, a police officer decided to get stupid and do something he should have never done in the face of this world, this earth, this planet. He had no business doing what he just did. Now, once again, y'all let him tell it. 
<laughs> I, you know what? I didn't know people still listen to Carcino like that. I, I mean, I ain't mad, but I'm just like, oh, that's still a thing. Oh, I remember. Okay, okay, let's go. He thought in his infinite wisdom, it would be an okay idea that he could try me. Because he's the law. Oh, I remember, um, I remember, uh, Edmund, somebody was saying, you know, that somebody was financing him or he, he lived with, with wife. I didn't know that was really the case. Wow. Okay. So he really ain't got it like that. Okay. Okay. Uh oh, am I buffering? Uh oh, she always says I'm buffering. Let me go see. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, let's go. He thought that would be a good idea. Kid oh, you no, not, y'all. Ain't, ain't that about a bitch? That man. Uh. Uh, come on now, don't do this to me now. Okay. Thought it would be a good idea to come for me. Now, while I was on the stream, I'm watching everything. There's two police officers there on one lane. I'm going straight. One car turns and goes to this to this lane behind me. He actually makes a turn and he's in front of me. So I'm pulling up. He pulls off to the side like he's going to make a turn. And I'm like, okay, pulling off to the side. I get ahead of him, and I go to the lane I'm supposed to get in, I make a turn. Then he dips in, right, and darts behind me. I'm like, what the hell? Okay, now let it, he's setting all this dramatic tension, y'all, all this for effect. is all this dramatic tension, all right, because you really thought he was, like, mad profiled and his life was in imminent danger, but let's continue. So I started driving, and I'm driving my car, and as I told you, you can drive with your interior light on. That's not a crime. I don't know who told y'all that, but in Illinois, that is not a crime. So I'm driving. I'm doing the limit. Next thing you know, woo, cherries. I'm like, all right, let me end this now. All right, so I end the stream yard. All right, let me end this. See what this is about. So he's out the car faster than I've ever seen a police officer get out of the car. He jumps out like immediately. I roll my window down like, what you pulling me over for? Because <laughs> I'm really wanting to know what the hell you just pulled me over for. Okay, once again, pause for dramatic effect. Let's continue. So, he says, oh, you're back, license plate light was out and you made an improper turn, pulled you over for two reasons. I'm like, my light is out in the back where my license plate is. All right, well, back up, I wanna see this. Oh no, sir, I can't let you out the car because because of uh, the car, you might get hit by a car. I'm like, this is a black road, ain't no cars out here but you and me. <laughs> Still, like, I will be responsible if you get hit by a car, so you got just stay in the car. Like, Okay, so the cop says one of his back uh, license plate was out. Okay, uh, all right. 
and he won't let him get out because of traffic to, to, te- to actually take a look see okay all right okay then let's continue with the nonsense because at the end it's bullshit let's go where's your license in your and your uh, are you military i'm mean, like my family's military well thank them for their service like okay this is weird he's like i'm just gonna go and check it out and just make sure everything's okay i'm like all right and i'm like this is some weird you know what because i'm like my lights out just don't even make sense because we're gonna get to that he comes back and says here i wrote you a warning y'all we went we sat through four and a half minutes of this for a warning Y'all, we sat through four and a half minutes of this for a warning. He gave Carcino a warning. He gave Carcino a warning. Okay. Uh oh. Yeah, I know. I know he's from like. I forget which part of the city he's from. I like, I stopped following that dude years ago. Cause I was like, you telling stories that we've already, you know, cause, I, cause he was like, Oh, I'm connected to this person. And then I was like, okay. Cause I know them too, but I've never seen but once again, I, I don't, I don't be like, well, I've never seen them around. So that means he wasn't there. I don't do that. You know, I'm not, I'm not, can't be everywhere 24 seven, but some of them stories is like, yeah, we heard this shit years ago. When we were, you know, we were younger or whatever. This ain't no, you know, Whatever. All right, so we go through all this for a warning, y'all. Let's continue. This ain't going to be much longer. Gives me a warning and tells me, um, yeah, you can check your uh, light, you know. Like, once we're done, you can pull over to the side. You can check your light over there. Yeah, here's the warning thing they gave me. So, once again, he, he went through hell and high water for a warning. But let's continue. Look at this crap warning. Oh, I'm keeping this out. Oh, buddy, he in trouble. So what is he? What is he in trouble for? Because he gave you a warning. So you're gonna you're gonna go to court to contest a warning, or what are you gonna call and file a complaint over a warning? Listen, now I, 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 we've all been subjected to bad treatment from cops, and nine times out of ten, if it ends. When everybody, everybody's safe and not harmed, for the most part, I don't think we're going to call and be like, hey, I want to report, you know, this bad behavior, especially if they give you a warning. Now, you may be jarred and shaken up and, you know, and a little rattled, but for the most part, I highly doubt that the average person be like, I want to file a complaint because this cop gave me bad behavior. And they're going to ask, okay, what was the end result? What did the officer do? He gave me a warning. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Bro. Oh, he from Auburn Aggression neighborhood. Okay, I damn, bro. All right, you got all the intel. <laughs> Shit. Please show me his name. When th- yeah, it's on the ticket. I mean, the warning. I mean, come on. You didn't get a badge number. You didn't listen. You didn't oh, get a business is. card. Once again, everybody, you have the right to ask them. They're supposed to supply you with a business card. Like, yo, can I have your business card? And they have to give it to you if they have it on them. Okay. 
Yeah. So I didn't know why he didn't know this, but okay. B. Wheatnick. Okay. Mr. B. Wheatnick. I got you. I'm going to okay. check your whole Wheatnick family. Uh, okay. Now, this officer is very young. Tall, about six foot three. Baby face. Caucasian cop. Uh, so okay. he gives me the warning. Gives me my ID. He's okay. gone, right? The night is over. Okay. The night would be over. Okay. I drive up a little bit, get out of the car, walk behind. My light's working fine. There's no problem with my lights whatsoever. Now I'm pissed. It's because I knew it. I got in the car, spun around, did about 75 miles an hour to catch up with him. Hit the lights, put the brights on. I pulled him over. Seriously? I was risking getting myself shot and killed. F it. We gonna wait, go wait, tonight. Wait. So you mean to tell me he then goes to flag down the very officer pulled him over just to tell him to tell him hey you lied my light was never out okay that's either incredibly ballsy or incredibly stupid but let's let's hear this story out that's just gonna be but you ain't gonna get away with this one dog we we gonna have some words tonight something finna go down tonight I'm ready. Any which way it gonna go, it's finna go. But one thing's for sure. I went all the way back and I pulled him over. He called more cops. He called his supervisor and it was next thing you know, it's two, three cops around me. I'm standing outside the cop car like, hey, get out the car. I'm telling the cop to get out the car. I'm telling him, get out. Okay, I'm calling cops. Get out your car. I, I can't with this. I can't. I can't listen. I will never tell y'all who to go, uh, go, who to hang out with. I, I can't with this dude. <laughs> There's a reason why I stopped following this dude many, many years ago, <laughs> many, many years ago. But you know what? I'm intrigued. Let's see how he plays this story out. Let's, let's listen real quick. He steps out the car and he goes, yeah. And I'm like, come here. You see this Lexus working. Well, it must be faulty. I'm like, no. Nah. He's like, well, if you have a problem, you can talk to my supervisor. She's right here. I'm like, right where? Where's the supervisor? And there's a cop now. Oh, that's our neighborhood cop. He cool. See, the cops around here is cool. I'm done. Okay. Y'all have y'all have at it. I'm good. I'm good. We not ne never need to mention no goddamn casino ever again in life. Okay. No, 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 no. Let's not, let's not ever mention Carcino's name ever again. Please. And thank you, please. Thank you. I'm gonna get out of here. Thank everybody for hanging out. Thank everybody that donated. I will start a countdown for the footage. They say around 6 PM tomorrow, which would be 4 PM my time which means I should give it about another hour or so after we start to pull the footage and then we will go over it together. And I, I stand affirmed. I can guarantee you it is the exact same um, 
mirroring footage as we, what we saw today. So what ended up, I believe what happened, the first scuffle, when they got to him, he broke free, he ran, they caught up to him, and then the second confrontation is when they just went, went to town on him. I can almost guarantee that's exactly what we saw tonight was what we're going to see tomorrow night. So with that being said, y'all be safe out here. Guard yourselves, guard your energies. Um, positive thoughts, everybody. I'll see you guys tomorrow will be officially day 18. Oh, you know, on the way out, let me uh, give y'all some motivation on the way out. On the way out, if you got to work a, a, a crappy job tomorrow and then you don't feel like going, I need you to go because we got bills to pay and there's things we're trying to do. We're trying to go on vacations and stuff like that. So as y'all leave a body here, I'm going to send you, I'm send you guys home with motivation. All right. If I don't do anything else, you got haters in your life and, and they remind you of how much they hate your guts. That's good. You're doing something right. Let's go. Conspiracy, bro. I see you, bro. All right. I'll catch you on a few hours, like 17, 18 hours. Yeah. Y'all have a good night. Peace.